This is Shauna Lopez, and you are entering the Seriously Shauna Experience, an Ultimate Christian Podcast Network production. Good morning, and welcome to the program. You are listening to Seriously Shauna. I just so happen to be Shauna Lopez, your host. I'm so glad that you are here today. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, allow me to extend my gratitude for your being here and also to apologize in advance for anything you might hear that could possibly offend you. Which, listen, these days, we don't know. I don't know. Most every day I say something offensive. Y'all know this. If you know me personally, you know this to be true. But speaking of today, I feel like I need to point out that today is officially marking 18 months from my 50th birthday. Do you, so in in 18 months, I will be 50. I want that just to resonate with people. I just want to take a moment to think about that. Like I did the math today. I looked up, many of you know, uh, earlier this week, Eddie Van Halen passed away. And why that is important is, uh, first of all, someone who is my age knows and loves Eddie Van Halen. Now, having said that, his former wife, Valerie Bertinelli, I looked her up. Because don't y'all look up weird stuff when you hear, like, you hear Eddie Van Halen pass away. And so, but then I felt like, well, I need to look up because he used to be murdered that, murdered that lady from one day at a time. Who is that? Let me look her up. And so I looked her up. Y'all, she is 60 years old. She is 60, six zero years old. I am 48. A 60-year-old is only 12 years older than me. If you went to high school with me, I want you to think about that. I want you to think that through, y'all. A 60-year-old person is only 12 years older than me. I don't, these are numbers that I am having trouble processing. I am having trouble feeling these numbers, living these numbers out. And we're going to get to more of that a little bit later. But I just want y'all to wish me a happy, I'll be 50 years old, 18 months from today. It's a big deal in my life. And I also feel like it is important to note For those of you keeping score, a couple of things. First of all, I did it this week, y'all. I wore the boots. Oh, I did. I wore the boots. I broke down. I couldn't help myself. But here, that's not the issue. Here's the problem. So I wear these boots. There were many, I went many places that day. I wore the boots. I wore them on Tuesday of this week. I wore them many places. I went shopping with those boots on. I taught classes with those boots on. I went to the grocery store with those boots on. Not one compliment on my boots. Not one. Many people looked at them. Many people admired them from afar, but nobody complimented on my boots. Here's the problem I have. What is wrong with you people? These are probably the greatest boots ever made. I need you to recognize that. I need you to say it to my face. I worked hard looking for these boots. You understand me? Weeks. Weeks I searched for these boots. Yet nobody acknowledged it. 
I'm going to give y'all some more chances. I am. I'm just putting it out there. If y'all can't recognize good fashion when you see it, there's something wrong with you. You need some help. Do you hear me? Furthermore, if you keep a score on the Seriously Shana program, if you've listened at all, I talked about the husband, and he bought another TV this week. If you follow me on social media, you saw me post about it. He bought another TV this week, and he always has a valid reason. Y'all know this. Listen, I don't have a stone to throw. Why? I always have a valid reason when I buy stuff, too. It It's all is fair in love and war, yes? So... I don't have a stone to throw. However, he purchased this TV and put the big one in my son's room so he could take the little one that was in my son's room and put it in my office, in my studio. He built this studio for me. I am so grateful for this studio he built. But he is cramping my stuff. He has changed out my chair. He has put a giant, to me, TV screen in my office. He has ordered a new desk because apparently my desk isn't big enough. So now I have a whole new, he is changing the face of my studio, y'all. And I don't know how to feel about it because he built it. But he is going to work a few days from home now. And so he needs a space to spread out. He needs multiple screens, all that kind of stuff. So he's taking over my little studio. But I, I have to tell you. It has not benefited me so far, except this chair. I, I'm, uh, I'm sitting in this chair right now, y'all. And the chair I had before was pretty. It was green with little gold legs. It was cute, y'all. I ain't going to lie to you. It was cute, and that's why I bought it. But this chair that I'm sitting in is atrocious, I would not wish looking at this thing on my worst enemy. But y'all, I am sitting here. I could go to sleep. I could take a nap in this chair. There is a reason that I keep the husband around, I will tell you. But we got to get to something, y'all, because I, you know that I, out of all the people that you listen to on podcasts, out of all the people that you know personally in your life, of all the people that you follow on social media, you know that I rank up there as one of the most ridiculous. That I do epically stupid things all the time. And if something stupid is going to happen to a person, it will be to me. We all know this, okay? So this is not news to you. But I have to tell you, something happened last week that was literally... One of my top three all-time epically stupid things that I have done. I'm telling you the truth. There are a few of you who know what happened. One of you in particular was there. A few others of you I told immediately because I could not believe how ridiculous I am. I mean, it was a surprise even to me, to be honest. But I need to walk y'all through what happened this week. I need to walk y'all through. So I want you to go with me. All right. So I have shared before that I have the great pleasure and joy of announcing our football games, our home team football games. So I get to be up in the booth giving everybody the what for and trying to keep them on some level of motivation and interest in the football game. Okay. 
So this weekend, this past Friday, was a home game. And I'm up in the booth enjoying the game, calling the game. And I look down out of the corner of my eye. And I see the greatest dog I have ever seen in my life, y'all. Do you ever, have y'all ever seen the greatest dog you've ever seen and you feel compelled to go and pet that dog? So I was trying to mind my own business. I'm trying to call this football game. I'm minding my own business because y'all know that's what I like to do. I I don't meddle. So I'm minding my own business, but for a whole quarter, y'all, all I could think about was wanting to go down and pet this dog. I would see it running and jumping and having the greatest time of its life, but it wasn't doing it in an annoying, like, get your dog off me way. Everybody who encountered this dog, I could tell the joy on their face. They loved this dog. And it's running around at a park outside was the greatest thing I've ever seen. So I resolved in my mind. That when I got a break from the booth, because halftime was coming, I have to go down and meet this dog. I have to go down and pet this dog. I have to. Do you, do you, have you done that before? Have you seen a dog from across the park and said, I've got to figure out a way to get over there to that dog? So that's what I did. Now, I, during halftime, most people go to the restroom. They go get food, they, you know. They go do their thing. And so it was pretty crowded on this particular game, but everyone had kind of dispersed. And this little dog, and by little, I don't mean little, but he's down on the near the field sitting at a stand. There was a lady sitting there, and I could kind of tell that these two belong together. So I just thought, here's a lady and her dog, and I go down. To pet this dog, and you guys, this dog was everything I had imagined him to be. He had golden and fluffy hair, y'all. It was kind of long and stringy, and he was a large and lovable dog, y'all. It was the best dog I had ever seen. Now, I asked a lady that was near him who was obviously caring for him. Obviously, this dog belonged to her. And of course, I asked the usual, hey, what kind of dog is this? And she told me, it's a golden doodle. Oh, now, for those of you who know, I have a labradoodle. And he was chocolate when I got him, but now he's gray hair like me. And he needs to, I need to take him to the barber and maybe get a a little bit of touch up on his gray hair but he looks a lot like me, to be honest. And to see this golden doodle, I didn't know dogs like this existed. Do you hear me? Because I look at my dog now and I go, meh, all right, you're fine. But this, I need one of these. In fact, I need this one in particular. Do you follow me? So then I asked her, is it boy or girl? It's a boy. And what's the dog's name? His name is Mellow. Do y'all hear this? mellow golden dog yellow oh my word I couldn't get over it I told this lady how obsessed I was with her dog that I had been stalking her dog from the booth you hear me she was very gracious very nice lady y'all 
And she said, well, here's his leash. If You're welcome to go and take him for a walk. I said, lady, I live one mile from this place. I will walk this dog straight to my house. Do you hear me? Don't give me that leash. Don't tempt me like that. I will take your dog. I did. I said it to her face, y'all. So I chatted with this lady. Very nice lady. I said some obviously dumb things. I'm certain, as y'all know. If, if any of you have had a conversation with me, I've said something dumb. And then as I'm talking with this lady, my friend Crystal comes up to us and starts talking to us. Mind you, it is homecoming, okay? So often many people come who usually aren't at the game. So friends and family will show up to support their player during the homecoming game. That's what people do, right? So when my friend Crystal walks up, and so I, I immediately put together that they go together. They're either family or friends. I'm not sure. But I'm just talking and chatting to the both of them. So as we're talking and chatting with this nice lady, my friend, Crystal, who I have known for several years. Do you hear me? And she says to this nice lady, with, who is Mello's mother, this is the girl I was telling you about. Well, the lady who owned the dog, her eyes just lit up. They lit up, y'all. And she began asking me all kinds of questions. Oh, I didn't realize. Well, how are you? How have you been feeling? How long has it been since your surgery? She started asking me all kinds of questions about that. I was like, oh, well, you know, and I try to explain as best I can. I managed to bumble through saying ridiculous things per my usual. And y'all, Crystal said some really nice things about me. And I, it was just, I made it so awkward, of course. And then it was about time for me to go back. And so I thanked them for talking. It was nice talking to you, et cetera, and et cetera. Pet the dog, pet the dog, pet the dog. And then my friend, another friend walks up and she says, hey, I'm running to the restroom before we go back up there. Would you like to go? Well, of course I would. Why? Because it's lady law for two of us to go together. So she and I go, I want y'all to walk through this with me. I want you to hear what I'm about to say. I don't want you to miss a word of it. Do you hear? As she and I are walking, I've left Mello with his mother, and I'm walking with my friend to the restroom, and I tell my friend, that was the greatest dog I've ever met in my life. I want that dog. I need that dog. I've got to get one of those dogs. And she said to me, she said, well, was that a Hearst or a Schreier dog? And do you know how, like in the movies, where your whole life flashes before everything you've ever heard in your life pertaining to this whatever particular subject sort of rolls through your mind on fast forward, but you understand everything that's happening? Y'all, has that happened to y'all? That happened to me. And in that instant, I, I recalled someone vaguely mentioning that the Hearst family was related to the Schreier family. Listen to what I'm saying. In this very moment, it dawned on me that Mello's mother was Priscilla Schreier, y'all. I'm going to let that just resonate with y'all. 
I just spent the better part of about 15 minutes fawning over Priscilla Schreier's dog. Can, can you believe? I am sitting with Priscilla Schreier. I could have said so many wonderful and spiritual things. But no, I have to say, I would like to steal your dog. These are the things that I said. Now, I, I have to tell you, I have known Crystal and her family for more than three years. Not one mention that she and Priscilla Schreier were sisters. But don't worry, it gets worse, y'all. It does. Now, in fairness, I met Crystal's husband before I met Crystal. So that is, so when I met Crystal, it was her husband's wife. Do you understand? So I never even put, I'm not putting any math together at this point. For three years, I haven't put this math together. Do you hear me? So really, it's, I'm a little offended, to be honest. Because how do you let a person carry on like a fool for more than three years and not tell them that your sister is Priscilla Schreier? Or worse yet, and I am going to yell, that your father is Dr. Tony Evans. You, you tell everyone. Do you hear me? I would be shouting that from the rooftop saw. So we all know who Priscilla is. If you don't know who she is, you need to get yourself to church. That's all I do know. You need to get yourself to church. But some of y'all don't even know who her sister Crystal is. Do you hear me? Crystal, who I've known for over three and a half years, first of all, I didn't know Dr. Tony Evans' daughter. Oh, my word. Secondly, she leads worship. Hello. Well, important information. Thirdly, she has written three books, one of which she wrote with her father, Dr. Tony Evans. I am overwhelmed. Do you hear me? This is some incredibly spiritual stuff. And all I do is walk around talking about stupid things to these people. I literally had a conversation with Crystal that very night about the part of this show where I talked about the doctor telling me I weighed three pounds more than last year. I had a whole conversation with her about that. Mm-hmm. That's how dumb I am. I talked about weighing three pounds more to this person that I could have been talking about deep theological stuff with. Y'all, I'm offended. You got to tell a person. Listen, maybe that's, maybe that's why they didn't tell me. Okay? They are far more humble than I am. Because, y'all, I'd be having business cards made up. You feel me? Like, I would lead with everyone I met. My father is Dr. Tony Ed Evans, and I have authored three books. <laughs> am I wrong? Ooh, y'all. I. How on earth? Can I meet a person that is so accomplished and not know it? How on earth can I be in the same room with someone like this and have them know who I am and I don't have a clue who you are and it should be the other way around completely? I, 
So Crystal, my friend, I teach her son in one of my classes, y'all. I encouraged him to play football this year because he wasn't sure he wanted to. So I am practically part of the family, y'all. And I feel like I should be treated as such. I'm saying. So these are things that I really should know. Can, have y'all, be honest. Have you done this? Have you met, have you met someone like this? Please tell me you have. Please email me because I cannot be left alone in my foolishness. Shauna at SeriouslyShaunaPodcast.com. Don't leave me hanging, please. It, I, I cannot number the times I have made a fool of myself. I mean, I've lost count, but this is really up there, y'all. This is really up there. Like, I, I could have said some really great things. I'm not always a moron. Mostly, but not always. And when given the proper context, I can rein my moronacy in. But I'm just letting it out there flailing for all the world to see. Outrageous. Y'all, speaking of family, yesterday was my anniversary, my 21st anniversary. I have been married 21 years to the same dude. Amen to that. That's a big deal. Yes. We went out to a nice supper. Very grateful for that. We go to a place that my husband will work part-time security for. And so we know the chefs uh, fairly well. And they're very kind. And the chef always prepares a vegan meal for me, a special vegan meal. Did I mention that I'm vegan? I, I know I haven't told y'all in the last five minutes, but I am vegan. And so he always prepares a very special meal, and I'm grateful. But y'all, people don't understand. They don't know this. Vegans don't like every vegetable. Do, we don't like every vegetable. There are things that we don't care for. And, and I have talked a little bit about that on the program before. But to reiterate... For me personally, I do not care for tofu, black-eyed peas, and I don't like those little weird corn thingies that Tom Hanks ate in the movie Big, those little cornlets, the baby corn. I don't like those either, okay? And so for my birthday, that was earlier this year, my husband said, well, chef said he's going to prepare a birthday meal for you. I'm going to bring it home. I didn't even have to go out, y'all. I could stay home and eat this wonderful meal prepared by the chef. I was so excited all day, right? I barely ate a thing. Why? Because I'm ready for this meal. I waited all day. He sent home. I opened it. I'm like, I was excited right up. I pulled it out of the bag. I opened the top. As soon as I pulled the top off, what do I see, y'all? Tofu, black-eyed peas. And those baby cornlets sitting right on top. Just, that's all it was. And my heart was crushed. Like, I, my soul melted. And first of all, I had to be grateful. Why? Because this person, this chef, went through a lot of trouble to think this whole thing up. And how's he supposed to know that vegans don't like tofu? Don't they all? And how do you tell a person that you don't when they went to all the trouble to make this for you? You don't. 
You eat your black-eyed peas, your tofu, and your weird corn things. And I tried to make it through it. I couldn't, y'all. I couldn't. I don't like that stuff, y'all. But October is different, okay? Because this chef makes the whole warm harvest meal for me. Like, it's all those wonderful warm fall foods. And he brings it out to me in a warm pumpkin. So I have this mini pumpkin literally with the top taken off. And inside is this wonderful, fally, harvesty food. It's the most delicious thing you've ever eaten in your life. So I look forward to that all year too. I know he's not getting ready to give me any more tofu. My husband gently said, please no tofu. I can't, mm, even me, can't take it. Can't take it. 21 years, y'all. Hey, at 21, I know there are people who are listening who've been married longer than me, but I ain't going to lie. We look different at 21 years, y'all. I'm being honest. The old man don't look like he used to. I know I definitely don't. Do you hear me? The mister's dad bod is on point, y'all. I mean, he has mastered the dad bod. You, he is the reason why there is a phrase, the dad bod. Do you hear me? He always wears sensible shoes. I, no matter what, my husband dresses for comfort and no other reason. Everything he puts on has to be comfortable or he will not wear it. I do not understand this. It has to maximize his comfort and usability or he doesn't wear it. I don't get it. Now, I am at the age that I need to be comfortable too. That is true. But my need to be cute will override my need to be comfortable sometimes. It will. I'm being honest. My husband's hair is also still brown. Still brown. That man is almost 50 years old and his hair is still brown. Mine hasn't been brown naturally in 10 years. Do you hear me? We are different people. He does have a beach ball belly, y'all. He does. He knows. That's not a shock to him. It's not me putting him down. He knows he has it. And mine sticks out too, y'all. But after my surgery, it's even more obvious that my stomach sticks out a little bit. You understand? I still get people today. In fact... Last week, I had a lady at Office Depot ask me when I was due. Oh, my word. Why are we still asking people this question? First of all, I know you know that I am no longer of childbearing years. I know you know that. Look at me in the face. Be honest. I do not look like I could be having a baby. But people still say it. People still say it. feel like I need to ch- change my name to Sarai. D- right? Because that's the only way that's happening, y'all. Ooh, people. But we celebrate our 21st anniversary, and it's a blessing. It's wonderful. You know, you just kind of be, you get to the point where you're like, I am too invested. You, oh, you got to stick around now. I'm too invested. And it's too much trouble out there to find someone else. This is it. You and me, kid, we're in this together. We're in it to win it. Are y'all, y'all need to tell me, Sean at com. 
Tell me what anniversary y'all are celebrating this year, or did you? You know, I know this year has been tricky, but we still celebrate anniversaries. Don't mean you got to go out. If I'm being honest, I would be like, can we bring the food home? Because, I, you know, people I can't really handle. But tell me how y'all are celebrating. What year is it for you that you've been married, and what did you do to celebrate this year? I love hearing these stories. They're so motivating, and people tell me, we've been together 34 years. I had a friend of mine tell me that just the other day. 34 years. Good golly. I mean, that is a lifetime, yes? And it is a joy to see why. Because she's real about it. She's like, yeah, I love this man, but ooh, mama needs a minute sometimes. It's the truth. You got to be honest. I love my husband, but boy, you better take your snoring somewhere else because I am not, I can't handle that no more, right? Like we are at the married age where we will settle those things. I'm going to get my sleep. You wear your comfortable dad's shoes, fold your pants up at the bottom like you're 70. Go ahead, go on ahead. And I'm going to go and get my hair dyed. That's the give and take. Do you hear me? Y'all write to me. Let me know what's happening. Let me know what's going on in your life. We have people who are listening today, part of my life personally, that are traveling. I want to wish y'all safe travel today. Y'all got to tune in next week because I, I'm putting it out there, y'all. We have to address the elephant in the room because it was brought to my attention. It was actually thrown in my face. To where I don't have a choice but to address this. But we are going to talk about cosplay next week, y'all. Oh, yes. I'm getting ready to tell you what I think. I am. Y'all know it's coming. It has to be said. I've got to say it. No one else will say it. Everyone else is afraid to, but not me. So we're going to get to that next week. Tune in. If you have any show ideas, comments, if you need to reach out, let me know that you love us and that you want to hear more of us, idea at seriouslyshauna.com. If you want to collaborate on a project, you want to have me share my testimony with your women's group, please write to me at shauna at seriouslyshaunapodcast.com. But for now, I love you. I ain't above you, but I have had enough of you until next time.